we're so excited to be back on Enjoying the Journey today. I've got two special guests, uh, Nancy Lindgren and Shannon Clark. I am so excited to have both of you ladies on, on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you for joining us. And if you don't mind, uh, would, would you kick it off and just tell us a little bit about yourselves and maybe how you two know each other? Sure, I can go ahead and start. This is Nancy and I live in Colorado. We have moved up to the mountains. So I look out my window and see a bunch of great 14ers right outside my window. So we wow. love living up here in the mountains. Um, but I've been married to my husband for 34 years. We have four young adult children and we're in this emptiness season that is really beautiful to be a part of. And we're enjoying this season of life. I am enjoying looking at your video. I know our listeners can't see <laughs> what I'm seeing, but I, when you describe the color, uh, Colorado, the mountains of Colorado, and I, I see kind of this wood or, or uh -huh. cabin feel. Yeah. I'm like, I think I could be there for a little bit. <laughs> Come on out anytime. We <laughs> love visitors. <laughs> awesome. This looks awesome. And mm -hmm. so Nancy, I know that you, you have a ministry. Mm -hmm. um, and mentoring is a is a big part of your life. Yeah. Can you um, just give us a little background on that? Our listeners maybe don't know who who you are, the ministry, and and what that looks like, and and even how you you got there. I know you said you've been married for thirty years. You've got uh, thirty years plus in in adult children. But where did mentoring come from, or how did you know you had a passion? Or, or yeah. Yeah, would love to share that. You know, I think it really started back when I was even in high school, if you can believe that. <laughs> you know, the, the word wasn't even around. We didn't say the word mentor. But yeah. when I was a senior in high school, I had a friend who was a sophomore in high school. And that year, her mom died. And it was a tragic uh, moment in her life. It was so sad, but I just came alongside her and I walked with her in this really sad season. She didn't know, you know, who else to turn to. She, she'd never gone through anything like this and it was really hard. And to this day, she calls me her mentor, even back mm. then. And I, you know, I was just a senior in high school. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do, but I showed up. And I just cared about what she was going through. And I prayed for her. And I, you know, I often sat and just listened to her because it was really hard. And so I think that was kind of the stirring of this one-on-one -on -one relational discipleship in a way. Mm -hmm. I, and sometimes it's just as simple as walking alongside and pointing them to Jesus. And so that was the beginning. But God really put it on my heart probably eight years ago to launch a mentoring ministry. Okay. And I was just sitting on my couch one day and I just felt the presence of the Lord and come and speak to me and show me what this could look like in his heart for people to have these kind of relationships. Mm -hmm. We need each other. We are lonely. We're isolated. We long to have these kind of relationships. And so another part of my um, season of my life, I was a MOPS mentor mom for about five years. And MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers, in case any of your listeners don't know what that is. But I would sit at a table, being a little bit older than some of these moms, and I would just love these moms. And they were so overwhelmed with life and anxious about things and I could just sit there and love them and encourage them. And oftentimes after that meeting, they would want to have one-on-one -on -one time outside of that time mm. together. And that's really where I met Shannon. And I'll just bring her wow. into that because that was so fun to get to know her at a mops table. And then we began meeting outside of that and we became dear, dear friends. And I love her so much. That's so so thankful she's with me today. Yeah, Shannon, tell, tell us a, a little bit about who you are and, and yeah. 
what God's yeah. doing in your world. Yeah, I um, I also live in Colorado. I am originally from Indiana. We moved here about eight and a half years ago and started our family here. I had a one month old and didn't know a soul. Um, and then eventually we had two more kiddos. So I'm a stay at home mom. And I also home was really um, my biggest savior <laughs> in that time when I didn't know anybody, didn't know what I was doing in motherhood and really connected with a lot of moms and mentor moms. And yes, I met Nancy at Mops and she just was such a gift in my life. Um, my kids are now eight and seven and four. So they're still a little bit on the younger side. And I now lead mops and I get to, you know, invest in moms in that way now in this season of my life. Um, but I, I'm so grateful for Nancy. She has really come alongside me in the way she was even talking about her, um, how she mentored somebody in high school. She's still doing the same exact thing in this season of her life. Um, just coming alongside women and loving them and listening to them, encouraging them and praying for them. That's what she's done for me. And I, I look forward to sharing a little bit more about that today. Yes, that is wonderful. You two both being in the MOPS program, Mothers of Preschoolers, what would you say one of the greatest needs is when, when young mothers come in to the program? Do, or do they even understand what their need is at the time? I think they do. They're looking for connection probably mm -hmm. more than anything else. I know that's what I was looking for. And that's what I hear so many moms say, you know, being a stay at home mom, especially is very isolating. Sure. And a lot of moms here in Denver, especially are, have moved from other places and they don't have family here. And so they're just looking for a place to connect with another mom um, and just feel like they belong and that to know that they're not alone in this journey is a big thing. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And, and um, yeah, so, so on in enjoying the journey, it's, it's a title because we all have stories. We all have things that go on. And in this idea of mentoring uh, some may call it coaching or, or whatever word you use is so vital in our culture today. Um, I'm realizing it more and more all the time. God has put some beautiful guys, <laughs> beautiful guys, kind of a <laughs> weird way to describe it, but he's put some manly guys into my life there that, you go. that have helped uh, really bring out beautiful things uh, to, mm -hmm. to walk through. And, and so with, with this idea of enjoying the journey, what is one of the biggest challenges you either walk through or you're currently walking through and how are you doing it? Yeah, I think that word together is a really important word. You know, we need each other. We were not meant to be alone. I think loneliness is one of the greatest things we're dealing with right now. It's probably an epidemic, you know, especially with COVID, you know, mm -hmm. we feel that isolation and we can't always be together. Um, but to have someone to, to join with you and walk with you is huge. And I think it is so desperately needed right now. And I think, you know, for me and my role as a leader in a ministry, and I want to see mentors rise up and, and step into this role, I, I hear from them that they feel 
like they're not qualified, like they're not enough, like they don't have what it takes. Uh, maybe their family is kind of messed up or their story isn't perfect. And so they feel this wrestling in their spirit. Like I can't do this for somebody else because I'm not enough the way I am. And I just want to be this voice that says, you know what? God is enough in you. You don't have to be enough and let him do what he can do in you and just step in and start loving someone, start walking alongside someone and watch what he will do. And you will be so blessed. I've been blown away by how God has used my ordinary life as I've just been available. And God has taken that and he's done the extraordinary with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shannon, you said you've moved into kind of a, a mentor mentoring role as well through through the MOPS program. What is what is God teaching you? You you came in looking for connectivity in, in other women. What's it look like now that you're you're leading others? Yeah, it's really interesting to see kind of what God does with your life. And you know, it's I've been in MOPS for about eight years but it does not feel like I've been in mops for eight years. It's just gone mm -hmm. by so fast, but yeah, like you said, coming in, just needing that connection and having people speak over my life, pray with me, just be a part of my life. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a shift and, um, and leading this group of women and, and getting to share more about my story and my journey. And a lot of these moms are where I was when I first came into mops, really little kiddos, they are pregnant. They're about to have more, um, and so I love that I have a, a slightly different perspective in, in where I can kind of look back and say, I was where you are not that long ago. Um, and I know it's really hard right now and I can pray. Nancy has taught me just even more about the power of prayer and the importance of prayer and getting to pray with these moms and pray over them and just share a little bit of my own story, um, is just amazing. Um, I do want to just touch on the role Nancy has played in my life yeah. when she became a mentor for me. Um, it was a year where it was about two and a half years ago and I faced something totally unexpected in my marriage and it just really knocked me to my feet. You know, my kids were still little and I was just like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. And Nancy was right there and she didn't have the answers and she hadn't even walked that same path that I had, but she knew Jesus mm -hmm. and she could point me to him. She could pray for me and speak truth over me um, with scripture. And, you know, here I am two and a half years later, and I am still in that journey and that process of um, what came about. And I'm not to the other side of it yet. And Nancy mm -hmm. still is there to continue to point me to Jesus because I do have those days where I, I kind of lose hope or I just focus on my circumstances and my situation rather than focusing on God and what he can do and who he is. You know, I know in Proverbs, it says hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I have experienced that in my journey. And in these last two and a half years, I've experienced that even though I know Jesus and I love Jesus, there are times where I do lose hope or I just need someone to kind of bring me back and point me back to Jesus. And Nancy has done that. I've had other women in my life who I'm so blessed to have done that for me. Um, it also says in Proverbs that good news gives health to the bones and the good news of Jesus more than anything is what we need. And I think so many people, you know, there's not a single person who doesn't need prayer and who doesn't need Jesus. Nobody. Um, 
And so if we can, like Nancy said, if people would rise up and reach out and point people back to Jesus, I think that we would have such a shift um, in just the way we live our lives and enjoying that journey. It just, it's so much sweeter when we do that with other people, like she said, with together, that is such a big word for mentoring. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and what, I don't know the whole story. I mean, just listening, I can gather pieces. It sounds as though uh, a marriage was blindsided and, and your heart was ripped apart and broken and whatever else. And what you were longing for with connectivity all of a sudden is, is, is gone, um, possibly with a spouse. And, and so rather than being isolated and alone, now you have a lady such as Nancy that can pray with you, pray for you, walk alongside you. See, I, I, I'm glad you bring this up because I want listeners to understand we call this enjoying the journey for a reason. Life is a journey. It's not great days every day. It's not uh, the mountain highs that we get to have every day. There are some deep valleys that we walk through. And I like how you uh, answered the question without, I don't even know if I quite asked it, but how do you do it? By pointing people to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But I also love what you brought up. Just because we point people to Jesus, just because we know Jesus, just because we have a relationship with Jesus doesn't mean that when the truck comes and runs us over, that everything is beautiful. We pop right back up. The body gets put right back together. The flowers boom, bloom and the butterflies fly away. You know, there's heartache and there's pain and there's I love Jesus. But right now, I don't even know what to pray because the air has been sucked out of my body. Mm-hmm. And God, where are you? Did you forget about me? And then there's somebody that you can text, you can call, mm-hmm. you can absolutely dinner with. Exactly. Well, yes. And what I love about Shannon, I just want to jump in here, is that Shannon was not afraid to be honest. Mm. She was so authentic. She didn't let this stay in the dark. She could have easily not said a word to anybody else and just left it between her and Jesus. Mm. But she brought it into the light and said, you know what? I need prayer and I need hope. And I need someone who's going to bat for me because I don't feel like I have faith to believe that God can do this. And at times it's like she had to borrow my faith because I'm believing God can do anything. But she's in this pit feeling like, can he really? I, it feels hopeless. Can God really step in and do this? And so sometimes a mentor can be that person who says, lean on my faith, because I believe when you even can't believe, when it seems hopeless, uh, God is able and he's able to do the immeasurably more and we can trust him. And so that was the beautiful thing with us. And, and it's not like I always had easy days either. I was honest right. with her. You know, I had hard days too. Mentors don't have a perfect life. No. Our marriage isn't perfect either. So, you know, we had each other and we could be honest. And that was the most beautiful thing to see that um, vulnerability come out. And she knew I was going to love her no matter what no matter what she shared, it would not make a difference. I'm going to love her, not condemn her, not judge her. And I think there's such freedom in that, knowing that you can share anything and you're just going to be so accepted and loved. Yes. I, I'm trying to remember a quote. I'm, I'm going to screw it up, but it's it's something to the fact that when you, you, when you bring pain out or you bring it to a group, it's cut in half. Pain mm. shared is, 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 
you know, pain cut in half. That's good. And um, I know it's more technical than that, the actual quote, but the idea is we are told, to be honest, I just had a conversation today. I mean, I'm doing this podcast, enjoying the journey and life's supposed to be great. And I'm a Christian leader and whatever. No, it's been a terrible last 24 hours. It has not been good. Um, it has, I mean, it hasn't been horrible. It's just been at times you feel like the air gets sucked out of you in a way you get hit with things you're unexpecting and, and, and things like that. And, and just talking uh, to a good friend of mine, actually, you know, him, him, Nancy. Okay. Uh, yeah. The author of all lies just whispers mm-hmm. in your ear, just a little bit more, just a little bit more, yeah. just a little bit yeah. more. And, and now if we sat in isolation and listen to lie after lie after lie after lie and, and, and listen to don't don't bring that to somebody don't share that, you know, because you're the only person going through this. It's your fault. It's whatever, whatever, whatever lie Satan may be putting in your ear right now. What this friend reminds me of is when you bring it it's cut in half and, and mm. the, the pain is, and the lie is, is then seen for what it is an actual lie. Right. right. And, and both of you brought that up when it's brought into the light, yeah. it, it kind of takes away the power of, well, it does. It takes away the power of the darkness. It and does. So when we can bring it into the light and we can have somebody going, I, I'm for you. I'm cheering you on. I I really liked what you said, Nancy. When Shannon's faith was so broken, so to speak, at the time, she could lean on your faith. Mm. What a beautiful picture. Mm. Well, Shannon, speaking to that, I mean, what was that like for you to borrow my faith as you were sitting in that hard place? Honestly, it's it's something that I know. Um, it's needed because when I have been in those places and it wasn't just once or twice, you know, there were several times where I really would get to that point of just, yeah, God, are you hearing my prayers? Does this matter to you? And then, you know, I have a conversation with Nancy, which funny enough, she always just happens to reach out at just the right time. Um, and, and kind of check in on me or whatever. And I would feel fill her in a little bit on what I was going through. And she would say, Oh, Shannon, that's a lie. And she'd call Mm -hmm. it for what it was. And it was kind of like, Oh yeah, you're right. And then of course, Nancy says, let's pray together. And, you know, I don't have an answer here, but I know God does. And I know that God cares and he sees and he knows. And just even those little reminders make all the difference in the world because Mm -hmm. I can go from, like she said, sitting in that pit of darkness to my circumstance hasn't changed, but my perspective has changed. Um, and that reminder of who I am in Christ, Mm -hmm. um, that reminder of who God is on the throne and that he is working and he is moving. And even though I I may not see it, um, she reminds me that he is, and we pray scripture, we pray God's truth over the situation and learning so much more about God's character, Mm -hmm. um, is amazing because it, it, it fills me up for the next time. It's another push in that direction of, okay, when I'm facing something hard, I remember Nancy praying this over me and I can remember, um, that I need to speak that over myself right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, 
it's, it's amazing to borrow somebody else's faith and it's so needed. We all need that at some point in our lives. And, and I'm so grateful for, for getting to do that. Absolutely. And, and it may come to where you are now a, a mentor where somebody's borrowing yours in their moment of despair or darkness or whatever it is. Uh, I was reminded from a friend that I, I follow on Facebook. She's an author, writes wonderful, but she had two pictures on Facebook of a, of a field, a cornfield. All right, you guys are in Colorado. You get mountains. I'm in Iowa. I get cornfields. <laughs> I grew up in Nebraska. There we it. go. And you said Indiana, right? Yes, so right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you get it. Um, and she had a picture of a cornfield after harvest in winter. Okay. Cornfield after harvest in winter with snow on it looks a whole lot different than a growing cornfield in July where the leaves are green, uh, the corn stalks are growing, the sun is glistening off of them. And she was talking about being in a season of winter where you feel as though maybe God has left. You're not growing. Things aren't growing. You're not sure anything inside of you is growing, but everybody around you seems to be growing. And it can really bring you into a, uh, a place of despair. Uh, uh, darkness. I, I'll honestly admit winter is not my favorite time of year. Uh, I'm not a big fan of snow, really don't like the cold. Um, and so, yeah, you can go down and, and if you isolate yourself, if you don't have other individuals around you speaking into your life or, or even cheering you on, whew, that's mm -hmm. a tough place to be. Yeah. And, and so I love this conversation of mentoring or we call it um, jumping in the well with somebody. Okay. Yeah. You know, we end up in a well and rather than them shouting from the top or giving us advice or whatever, they actually jump right in with us. And sometimes mm -hmm. they're just there to be shoulder to shoulder with us or to pick us up. And yeah. I mean, it, culture sometimes thinks, you know, it's the strongest survive. It's this, it's that. No, no it's not. We need each other. Mm -hmm. That's been mentioned. Uh, we need to know there's people for us and, and in those hard moments that we can call, that we can pray, that we can laugh, yep, even cry together, uh, things, things such as that. Nancy, what I want to ask you, because you have been a mentor for so long, mm -hmm. it's kind of like being a pastor or, or mm -hmm. somebody, a Christian artist. You're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving. You're always seeming to pour out. How do you fill back up? So if somebody's listening and they're a mentor, they've been a mentor for a while, or they're thinking about being a mentor, but they're worried about, I'm just drained. How, wow. how do you fill back up so you can pour into other people's lives? That is a great question. And I love that. And <laughs> I would say I have to start every single day with Jesus and get filled up there every morning. If I don't start there, I start half full, you know, or yeah. empty. And, and so I have to have that time with Jesus. And that's so important to me. But honestly, as I look at Shannon and my relationship, even though she's telling me hard things and I feel like I'm pouring out to her, she fills me back up. She encourages me. We're in this together. And it's this beautiful refreshment that we both experience at the end of our time together. So I, I don't ever feel depleted. Honestly, mm. I feel like I'm overflowing and um, she has poured back into me. So there's this beautiful thing of the verse that says in Proverbs, whoever refreshes another person will be refreshed themselves. Yep. And so I have experienced that over and over again, that 
when I fill up with Jesus and I overflow with him, it's not this emptying out. It's a filling back up. As, as I see God using my life, I'm so satisfied and fulfilled as God just uses a word to even speak into Shannon. And I see what that does for her. That, that fuels me and fills me back up. That's awesome. That is awesome. And Shannon, how, how, how about for you? Because you're also not just receiving, but you're pouring in to, to new moms now, too. How do you keep the fuel kind of kind of going? I very much relate to what she's saying, because when I do pour out into other moms and and even just in sharing my story and I see these moms open up mm-hmm. and when when we take off our mask, it gives other people permission to take off theirs. And they're like, wow, I, I've been through something really similar. And you start to see these connections happening with other moms and it really is life giving um, just that connection again it's that connection Mm -hmm. in doing life together there's something that really is filling about that when we are in relationship with other people and jesus is at the center of that we're just sharing life together we're doing life together Mm -hmm. it is so filling that it's almost like you're just bursting Mm -hmm. that you know when i leave a mops meeting i feel like i could conquer the world because i'm so full Mm. nice I mean, that's that's a beautiful picture. It is. You start with Jesus. You do life together. You get so full that you just want to explode. (laughs) I mean, it sounds it sounds absolutely wonderful. And actually, I think both of you hit something that I think we all need to hear. and And I hope the listeners caught that. And that is in order for us to be filled. I mean, yes, it does start with Jesus 100 percent. But it's because we took the mask off. We were vulnerable, we were real, and we walked with people in real life. Yes. We, we, didn't, we didn't shy away from the hard things. Right. We didn't say, you know what, I've got it all figured out. Sorry that your life is this way. My, mine is not. It's, wow, I, I just shared something really hard and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it filled me up because we talked about what Jesus is doing in our life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, I want listeners to hear that, Mm. that, yeah. Well, I think that verse that comes to mind is carry each other's burdens. Yes. And sometimes we think we have to take all of the other person's burdens on us, but that's not really what it is. It's, It's walking together. And as we share and we're open with each other, we're carrying each other's burdens. I know Shannon's done that for me and I've probably done that for her. And as God steps in, he's the one that really has all the burdens on his shoulders, but there's just something so beautiful as we walk alongside another person, we feel like our burdens are lifted. Yes. Ladies, I appreciate so much of what you're sharing. I hope our listeners really get something out of this, listening to allowing people for, I, I want to make this point. You have to allow people into your life in order for them to help fill you up. So if you're guarded right now, work through that. Let that guard come down so you can let somebody speak life and truth and um, share the light into your life. Mm -hmm. Because if you're so guarded that that you won't, you're going to miss this opportunity. That's right. Yeah. You've got to let them into your life. And And I appreciate the way you are in each other's lives. It's not one-sided. It's carrying each other's burdens. It's walking alongside each other. The other thing I really want listeners to hear is, is 
taking on your friend's faith when you need to. Yes. Because for whatever reason, life hit you so hard that right now it's tough to find. Yeah. And so you you're not afraid to go to your friend and say, hey, can I just borrow your faith for a little while? That is that is well. Amen. I love that. Well, I love it. well put. Now, the last question or one of the last questions I want to ask both of you, we call it enjoying the journey. And so we ask all of our guests, if you could have anyone on the journey with you right now, who would it be and why? And I thought at first this question, ah, everybody's going to say the same thing. Nope. Nope. So it's past, present, alive, passed on, anybody on this journey at this moment. You, you, get, a, you get a walk alongside them, learn from them. Who would it be? Well, can I pick two? <laughs> yeah. So you're the first one to pick two. Go ahead. Pick two. Well, and I don't have a specific name, but here's what I want my life to be like throughout my whole journey, throughout my whole life. I always want to have a mentor who's pouring into me, someone I can learn mm -hmm. from, someone I can grow and watch their life. They yeah. can model for me what it looks like to walk with Jesus. So right now I have a, a someone who's 20 years older than I am. And we just meet together on the phone and she pours into me and we pray together. It's the most beautiful thing. I love it. Awesome. But I always want to have someone who I'm looking back and saying, maybe I'm a little bit further along than they are and I can take their hand. And I want to be on a journey with at least one of those people my whole life. Mm. So I'm constantly pouring into somebody else. And right now, Shannon's one of those. Awesome. And it's a beautiful journey. And I love being on it with her. So that's my answer. Love it. And Shannon, anybody? Man, it's hard for me to pick, but the person that keeps coming to my mind is my husband. Mm. And I say that, you know, I mentioned, you know, I had a thing come up in our marriage and it's definitely been difficult in trying and by no means uh, a walk in the park. Um, but, you know, we're we're still together. We're still um, trudging along and um figuring this out. And so, you know, that's, that's who I want by my side, you know, in this journey. And, you know, we've got three beautiful kiddos and, and I know that God is still working and moving and, you know, God made a promise to me that he would make beauty from ashes. And I'm not, I'm not there yet. I don't know what that will look like, but I'm clinging to that promise and, and hanging on and hanging in there. Awesome. Awesome. And as we wrap up, are there any last takeaways you'd like to leave the listeners with today? I just have one and it's a verse from Hebrews 10. This is verses 24 and 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hmm. Love it. And I would say if you're a listener out there hearing this story of both Shannon and myself and you're longing for a mentor or you're saying maybe I could be a mentor, I just say do it. Take a step. 
See what God can do in your life. Be available, be open, be willing, get out of your comfort zone, take it that initiative and reach out to someone and just say, do you want to go out for coffee? You don't have to say, I'm here to be your mentor or will you be my mentor? But let's, I want to get to know you. I want to hear your story and let it start there. Let it start simply. And then always pray together and just see what God might want to do in your lives. I know he'll bring transformation because that's what he does. Awesome. And, and Nancy, because you have a, a mentoring ministry, would you mind just giving the listeners a place they could go? If they've never been around mentoring, don't even know where to start or what kind of questions. Yes. I know you have resources. So would you share that? Yeah, thank you. We have a website. It's morementoring.org. And you can go there and find resources. And what we try to do is make this so simple and yet so powerful. And so we've written mentoring guides that a mentor and a mentee could use. They can sit down together face-to-face, and it just provides some questions to get to know each other and maybe some thoughts on how to encourage each other and then walks you through some prayer prompts. So in case prayer is new to you or it's an uncomfortable thing, it's all in the book and you can just kind of walk through that together. And we always look at an attribute of God. So every time you meet together, you're getting to know God even better. And so we love that. And we also have um, a, a course for mentor training. So if you're a brand new mentor and you've never done this before, we have videos you can walk through and we I will help coach you and guide you through what it can look like to be an effective mentor. And then also if your church is wanting to do this and maybe see a lot of men and women, you know, find each other and connect with each other. We have a whole course that can guide a church in how to launch a mentoring ministry at their church. So check that out on our website. And I'm always available to answer questions. I'd love to talk to anyone as well. That is awesome. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us on it enjoying the journey today. Keep, keep, keeping on and keep mentoring, keep sharing Jesus, keep pointing people to Jesus and walking alongside him. Thank you very much for being here. Thank Thank you you so much. (laughs) Thanks for tuning into the Enjoying the Journey podcast brought to you by Rise Ministries. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and to follow Rise Ministries on any of our social media channels. Thanks for listening.